Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. One, two, three. It's Mackie and Judd with Rami. With Rami. Who's the winner? Some may say none of them. But let the games begin. Three questions, one winner. It's Cram Session with Mackie, Judd, and Rami. And somewhat. Corrupt judge and producer, <laughs> John, Jonathan Harrison. Somewhat. I'm sorry. Can you repeat that part? <laughs> okay, fully corrupt. Man, Judd, you, <laughs> were on my, you were on my good list after going to the United game yesterday. Now you trashed That was a me. fun game, by the way. It was really fun. That was awesome. Atmosphere is top notch. Speaking of which, we'll start there with Minnesota United. We got to see... <laughs> I love soccer. Did I, t- did I ever tell you guys so much you I love soccer? You never told us that. What's yeah. your, uh, what's your I mean, team? I call it football now. What's your team? I told you, Burnley. Oh, that's right. You got Burnley. Yeah, football. That's what I call it. That's a good team. These Americans, they... Okay, Objection. Sucking up to the judge, your honor. Do you have a team? Me? Yeah, do we need to get you a team? Uh, it's Minnesota United, man. Come on. Who else go. would be my team? We should get him to pick like every other... This is this is the one thing that, that I find loons. amusing. Yeah. Like people born and raised in the United States, and then when they're in middle school or whatever, or high school or whatever, pick, like for me it was two years team. ago, yeah. you just you pick a Premier League team. Premier Premier, 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 Premier. Yes. That, what? Yeah. There you go. Premier League. Premier. I'm, so, I'm so confused right the now. The Premier League. There you go. There you go. So you precious. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> Call it whatever you want. I don't care. We got a Minnesota yeah, ca- United win yesterday. But you, but you care a little bit. No, yeah. I really don't. <laughs> we got a Minnesota United win yesterday, which means we got to hear Wonderwall at Allianz Field for the first time. So what can one team, I only want you to pick one, I don't need you to pick all of them, what can one of the other teams in town do that is something similar to, I guess, draw fans in? Okay, so I was watching the Wonderwall on Sunday and thinking that very thing to myself. Now, now the easy response, I think, would be to go with an idea for the Wolves, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go Twins. Okay. Because baseball, listen, it goes against my old school sensibilities to say this but when i watched the soccer game yesterday it occurred to me why don't the twins try to attract young fans by selling five dollar tickets left field upper deck for a cheering section they used to do that and and i'm not joking you can bring in i don't know let's say a drum drums you can dress as goofy as you desire Mm mm-hmm but you can make as much noise as you want. And, and if you, you want to sing, baseball class? yes, exactly. <laughs> if you want to sing, you can sing. If you want to chant, stand the entire game, you can do that. What does baseball have to lose? Nothing. And, and it would appeal to a, 
a young fan base. And now, now the argument against what I'm saying is the games take a long time to play. Where in in soccer, it's a pretty quick game. So I get all that. But my idea would be for the Twins upper deck left field cheap ticket to have some type of fan section that encourages all comers to come there, stand the whole game, chant and sing and have fun. You know, the the Timberwolves actually, as far as local teams in recent years, the Timberwolves are the closest team to have pulled this off, but their product has just been so bad. Mm -hmm. During the Ricky Rubio era, they -hmm. put, I don't know how many games it was, it was like weeknight home games or something, or Wednesday night home games, and it was like a college basketball student section, and people would... It would be like 21-year-old kids dressed up in costumes and stuff. So I, I wrote down I wrote down uh, three words that I would look to, uh, or three things, I guess, if you will, mm-hmm. to create a more engaged, festive atmosphere. Because the World Baseball Classic is the thing that I keep going back to. I mean, if you watch a World Baseball Classic game, those fans aren't just there because it's a cool place to hang out and it's just a giant bar, which is what Target Field is. Those fans are super engaged for two and a half, three hours, and Into they're every cheering. Pitch. Yes, yeah, they're living and dying and cheering with every pitch. And so I would do two things, three things: costumes, vuvuzelas. Oh no! And maracas. You just ruined baseball. I can't do vuvuzelas. I need noise. Drums are okay. I need ambiance uh, and I need excitement. Oh, I can't. I take need a the party, festive Mardi Gras like atmosphere. Okay. okay, and I can negotiate on the vuvuzelas, but the maracas Please and the no costumes, <laughs> the maracas and the costumes are non-negotiable. All right. The costumes I'm fine with. Okay. You guys have really only left one thing for me to to borrow from Minnesota United or soccer in general. You know those huge banners that they pass out? The like TIFOs, the, yes. They pass yeah. across the crowd and stretch out They've across like the yes. entire side mm-hmm. of a field? Yep. That would be awesome if you could like fill the whole third base line of Target Field with a giant Twins banner or a La Tortuga banner, like just a giant turtle that covers just like roams four, across the field four sections. Over, yes, it slowly crawls all the way around Target Field like like a turtle would. I just thought of that. Now I think the we baseball though, ba- baseball. I it, it'd be different and it'd be fun. Yeah, I seriously have no. I if baseball is more fun, guess what? That's a good thing. Yeah, I think we also have a reference point, as you said, World Baseball Classic. It's fun, Judd. I'm going to give this one to you because mm. Bill mentioned <laughs> Vuvuzelas, which is. Yeah. No way. That was the bane of the 2010 World Cup, oh, just hearing the swarm of oh, yeah, it was the awful. entire time. <laughs> was... Because that summer I was also working at Valley Fair, and guess what a prize was at the game section? Vuvuzela. Are you serious? Yes, it was horrendous. Whoever thought that those were a good <laughs> idea anywhere? Terrible. Oh. So annoying. The drums and the chanting is fun. I like I like the TIFO idea. You can only do a pregame because then if you have it over the crowd, they can't see, so it kind of ruins the fan experience there. <laughs> nah. But I do like I Everybody's like watching. having giant banners. Well, true. No There's a line drive. Oh, my God, I went through the TIFO right into a fan's head. <laughs> Jeez. Got dark once again with Judd. Thank yeah, you very you know, much. Shocking. <laughs> you know what happens, Jonathan. All right. So the Superbook at Westgate Las Vegas opened the Cleveland Browns at negative or at minus 120 to miss the playoffs this year after going 7-8-1 last year in Baker Mayfield's rookie year. Tell me what the Superbook knows that I don't. Why are the Browns going to miss the playoffs when all signs point to them winning the AFC North and making the playoffs this year? Am I leading off on this one? You can lead off on this one. Yes. Um, 
LeBron James doesn't play for the Cleveland Browns, and everything but LeBron James goes wrong for Cleveland somehow, some way. They get to Game 7 of the World Series and lose to the Cubs of all teams who were, until then, the most cursed team in all of sports other than the city of Cleveland. They just don't live up to expectations. They always fall flat on their face when it's anybody who doesn't have the number 23 and James across the back of their jersey, regardless of sports. So what the Vegas Sportsbook knows is that LeBron James does not play for the Cleveland Browns, so Cleveland gonna Cleveland is what Vegas knows. I would say, well, Vegas knows way more than any of us know, so we should be taking cues from Las Vegas. But with the exception in the NFL, with the exception of the New England Patriots, whenever there's a consensus... Run the other way. And so if, if there's a consensus that there's no way that team is going to... The Buffalo Bills are going to go 0-16. Run the other way. They're going to win five or six games. Well, this team, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to you know, take off and go to the Super Bowl. They don't make the playoffs. The, everything regresses back toward some middle ground in the NFL. And right now it feels like... Oh my God, look at the Browns and all the acquisitions and Baker Mayfield and oh, they got a real coach in there and like, okay, it's probably going to come crashing back to earth to some extent. I'm not saying two and 14 yeah, like they're used to. I'm not happy with you right now. But uh, not to mention, Patriots haven't died yet. Uh, that division doesn't have pushover teams up and down. I mean, the Steelers and the Ravens, I know the Steelers lost Antonio Brown, but the Steelers and Ravens aren't just going to give the division to the Cleveland Browns. Andrew Luck isn't going anywhere. The Houston Texans are always uh, formidable. And then the AFC West might produce two teams that could win 10, 11, 12 games. So, I mean, there's not, it's not like the AFC has about seven or eight teams that you could make a case for right now. And the Browns are one of them. So, I think Phil's right. It's, it comes down to this. Be wary of star power. Mayfield's a nice QB, but he's young still. And, and he's, he's bordering on, on as far as... Reputation goes now taking that step towards star power, but he's in his second year. Be wary of him taking a step backwards. OBJ, right? Mm -hmm. They got Beckham. This is unbelievable. It's going to be great. But what happens if he blows up, which he likes to do? They've got enough wild card players on that team where I I think there's some concern about that. And then the one thing I think that Vegas knows that we don't think about, inexperienced coach. So a guy who's done it, as an assistant, but now he's in charge of Baker Mayfield, who likes him, which I'm sure helps, OBJ, who knows there. So I think what you're seeing is is because the Browns are considered to, to be good for the first time in how long, we're all like, oh, they're going to be fantastic. They're a playoff team now. Vegas says, slow down there, and, and I think they they could probably cite some very good reasons as to why the Browns aren't issuing to make the playoffs. Yeah. All right. I like where Phil was going with the amount of teams in the AFC that could make a push there and the fact that the AFC North still doesn't have push hours despite Cincinnati being maybe the worst team in the AFC and possibly in the running for in the NFL next year. Judd, you had a good point about star power and not building up too much of it on one team because we saw that happen with the Eagles a couple of years ago when Vince Young claimed they were building a super team yeah. and that came out to burst their bubble, but... Rami's going to get this point because Cleveland going to Cleveland. No one is successful in Cleveland except for LeBron James. Can I say Phil got robbed there? <laughs> no, I, can, but I, you're I, wrong. I would have given the point to Rami, too. Thank you. Oh, really? I appreciate yeah. it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, then, then forget about it. Good job, Rami. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that turned quickly. 
All right, so we're talking about a little bit in the break. Uh, because humans can be terrible, no good, terrible creatures sometimes. I don't like people sometimes. This humans, is cost me this one, boys. Some of these humans decided to spoil Avengers Endgame, which is the big movie that released over the weekend, mm-hmm. and that's a horrible, terrible thing to do. <laughs> don't ruin these movies or TV shows for people. If you want to ruin sporting events, go ahead, because you should be watching those things live. Movies and TV shows, you, you can watch them whenever. So, I'm looking at you, LaShawn McCoy, with this one because you did it. I've seen plenty of videos over the weekend of those human spoilers getting punched or beaten up. I'm not advocating for violence, but I do think there should be some form of punishment for these type of things. So, boys, I want you to tell me what should that punishment be for people spoiling movies and TV shows? You know what? I don't think this is too harsh. You like to spoil things, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're a spoiler. Mm-hmm. Like, you like to... <laughs> yeah. Spoiling, right? Spoiling. Spoil sport. Yep. <laughs> McSpoiler. Over here, right? <laughs> Endgame. Gonna spoil it. You should be forced, every time you spoil something for other people, you should be forced to eat only spoiled food <laughs> for a month. A month? For a month. What would your oh. only insides spo- look like at that That's point. your problem. I don't hate it. That's your problem. Oh, so spoily spoiled like sports idea. sick a lot. Yeah, Good. that's right. Oh. Only spoiled food for a month. <laughs> All right. That'll teach you. <laughs> Judd? That's so disgusting. Um, you know what? I, I took this question very seriously. Mm-hmm. Well, one, I personally don't care, but I thought to myself, if you do care, what can you do? Twitter bans people all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think if you get on there and it's something like this where you know for a fact that, that people have to go see the film or or they can't watch it live, I think you should be banned for six months from, from that form. So if it's Twitter, you're done. Like, there's no compelling case to do it. Now, now if if you want to create rooms in which p- people can chat about the the film or the, you know, show, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But what is the compelling case on Friday to get on Twitter and spoil it for people? I don't know. Like, there's none. So I think if you're Twitter, it's, you got tons of time. It's not like you're busy. <laughs> if you're Twitter and LaShawn McCoy does that, I, I tell LaShawn McCoy, your account is suspended for six months. All right. Okay. Um, well, he'll just be spoiling on Instagram then. Where does it end? Then he's banned from it. Then you know what? You shut Snapchat. down. Shut down everything. I like where Judd is going. Only Judd doesn't go far enough. Uh oh. Okay. Uh oh. We should, if somebody spoils something on social media or in any public forum whatsoever, even if you do it like in the movie theater. Like I know some people get a kick out of walking out of, say, an Avengers movie, and there's a line of people yeah. waiting to go into an Avengers movie, and they'll say something just to spoil it for the people in line. Yep. In any way, shape, or form, if you spoil something like that for people, I agree with Judd. Social media accounts, all disabled, all suspended, maybe even just shut down altogether, and you have to start all over. Your uh, Netflix, Hulu, various streaming accounts, shut down, suspended, Six months, and we put your picture up in every movie theater across this country, and you are not allowed to see a movie for the first six weeks that it's out. You're banned. You're banned from everything, so you can't spoil it for the rest of us. And and mm-hmm. we open up your social media account only for at replies and make you scroll through them for an hour every time <laughs> a movie comes out. So you have to have it spoiled for you. That's wow. what I would do. All right. I mm-hmm. like all of these. These are all good. I like banning people from social media platforms. Feels a little harsh. <laughs> I do like that, though. It's good. You want to you spoil a movie for me? You're going to eat spoiled food. Oh. Although I think that could kill someone, so I think... 
think we're not going to choose that one. Mm. Rami gets the win today because I like shutting him down and I like the public humiliation factor of getting your picture (laughs) tossed up in a movie theater and you can't go to movie theaters. Can I tell you two quick stories about spoilers and people I hate? One I told Judd right before the show started. This was a while back. So I I worked at Blockbuster Video for a long time and uh, there was... There was a Cubs-Sox game happening, mm-hmm. and it was one of the rare seasons where both teams are good. And I love that matchup when both teams are good. Like, it usually, there's usually some kind of bad blood or, like, undertones of bad blood, and there's just a lot of inti- uh, intensity and tension in the stadium, and you can feel it on your TV. So I had to work all day. It was a day game. I recorded the game, and a guy comes up to my register, and he's wearing a Cubs hat, and I think, like, because, you know, you get to know people when you work at Blockbuster. They're repeat visitors. I think he knew I was a Cubs fan, and I knew he was a Cubs fan. And I go, don't say anything. I'm recording the game. And he goes, they beep and blew it in the seventh. I was like, dude, oh, what? Like, that, his Come response on. to me saying, don't say anything, was to say something. Like, he did the exact opposite <laughs> you him. of what I just said. You should have reached over the counter and cold cocked I didn't him. say another word to the dude. I, I bleeped, I, you know, I, I rang up his movie. I put it in the bag. I took the money, and I sent him on his way. Did not say another word to the guy <laughs> the rest of the transaction. This Saturday, I go to see Avengers. And there's like this new thing in movie theaters. I don't know if you guys have experienced this where like every each individual theater has a has a host. Yeah. They'll like go yeah. up to the front of the theater before it starts and say, turn off your cell phones, blah, blah, blah. It always makes me nervous in a dimly lit theater when someone goes up to the front in today's <laughs> age. I'm didn't just saying. I don't know. Like, <laughs> I didn't think of that. Um, sorry to make it cryptic. But if they get look, out of the building. Yeah. If they look like me, run. But if it's <laughs> if it's a movie theater, actually, host, that, actually, that's not true. But <laughs> I digress. So among the announcements that she makes, she says, "And please be aware, there are people who are waiting to see the movie on your way out. Please wait to talk about it until you exit the building, so as not to spoil it for anyone else." Okay. Now, before I say what I'm going to say, I will not confirm nor deny whether or not what this piece of crap said came true. I won't even say it as specifically as he said it okay. because I'm a decent human and, and I don't want to ruin it, it for anybody who hasn't seen it. But as she says that, this dude goes, so-and-so dies, like screams it in what? front of the whole theater. Did yeah. they kick him out? And then he goes, no, he didn't. But So, like, he... he Come on. Yeah, so like he cushioned it, so I didn't know if what he said was true or not, but every time, you know, somebody was in peril in the movie, it's in the back of my mind, like he didn't ruin it for me, it was a perfect movie, and God bless the people who make the Avengers, you guys are heroes, like real heroes, not like the ones we see on the screen. But like the, in the back of my mind, the whole time, everybody, every time someone was in peril, I was like, is this it? Is this what the guy was talking? You know what I mean? Like, he kind of, he didn't ruin it, but... Tainted it for me. He took you out a of the little experience bit. Yeah. of watching hey, the movie. Can I can I ask real quick? Because I I saw it yesterday too. Mm-hmm. Off mic. Answer this off mic so the audience doesn't hear. Yes. Hold on. Let me just right. let me ask the question All off right. mic too. Okay. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Why wouldn't you kick a person out for doing that? I don't that? know. That that seems, you know that seems to me like uh, like if you're into this that you should be kicked out, right? We, we talked about this last week. You know how like somebody says something and you have a good comeback or retort and you don't think about it until later, like George Costanza with the jerk store. Like two seconds later, I leaned over to my buddy and I go, "I hope he dies." <laughs> wow. <laughs> 
Wow, that's really harsh. Yeah. Like, I would have kicked him out, but I wouldn't have hoped he died. I mean, yeah. it was in the moment. Mackie I don't really want and you to Rami. Because what you listen to doesn't come from just one source. We offer Minnesota sports. Minnesota sports. Lots of it. Whenever you want it. Wherever you are. Even when you're mobile. On the move. Remain grounded with access to the content that you're passionate about. Get it all here. Score North Minnesota Sports. Anytime, anywhere. Scorenorth.com. All right, thank you, Jonathan Harrison. Mackie and Judd with Rami. And I, I do have a Vikings-related draft, uh, post-draft question I want to run by you guys shortly. But let's take this off-air conversation we were having about spoilers. And, you know, I think... You you come to us through the prism of sports here, but we're all we're all entertainment lovers and movies sure. and stuff yeah. and uh, TV shows. For Judd, it's Law and Order marathons on TNT. Love For me, it's everything. It's literally everything except Game of Thrones. <laughs> except Game of Thrones, <laughs> right? I'm surprised by that. I know most that is people a are bit surprising. You struck me as a GOT guy. Maybe someday. So I'm the only one on the show that watches it. Yes. I've watched okay. the first two episodes. Royce. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out Royce watches it. Yeah. So Jonathan, maybe you maybe you're a better judge of this question than than anybody in this room would be because we okay. were talking about spoilers before the break and how some people just don't respect the rules of spoilers whatsoever, but I think mm-hmm. some people maybe go too far with it because last night I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I was on Twitter while the episode was happening and shortly after it ended. Mm-hmm. And of course, while it's going on, people are live tweeting about the episode, right? Or right yeah, I after think that's a little much. Right after it's over, people are tweeting about it. Like, oh my yeah. God, I can't believe so and so died or such and such happened. And I saw mm-hmm. other people complaining, like, I can't believe you guys are putting Game of Thrones spoilers out there already. Right. The episode just aired. Like, while something is happening or in the immediate aftermath of something happening live, you gotta expect that people are talking about it. On social media and yeah. in public, right? I would imagine so. That's kind of why we, that's why my wife and I watch it live as it's happening because we know that if we turn on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, it's going to be spoiled. Whatever's happening is going to be talking, right. being talked about. So that's why it's, yeah, that's why it's hard to try and not spoil. Now, how long, so when does the window open and close for when, some, for when you're being spoiler guy? I'd say for like how- live TV, you have. So like the, the 24 hours afterwards, it's okay to talk about it. 12 hours afterwards, it's okay to talk about it while everybody's 12, reacting. Okay, 12. And then, For a movie, you have to wait a little bit longer because obviously you can't just turn it on on TV. You have to right. go to a physical location. Whereas if it's a TV show, you should just be able to, if you don't have HBO though, that's a problem. But for a TV show, you should just be able to pop <laughs> well, it up on your TV. Watch it. Yeah. Well, here, here's what, all right, so here's how I view it. If if you know that it's a TV show and it's appointment viewing because it's mm-hmm. it's here is an episode or a show or a thing or a sporting event that's happening live right now. And it's not like, because sometimes Netflix will drop like a whole season at once. Yeah. So or Hulu ne- will drop a whole season at once. Though, you have to treat those like movies, and I'll get to that part here okay. in a second. All right. But if it's an event that's happening and it's televised now, it's your problem if it's spoiled for you. In real yep. time, you mean? Yes. Like oh, if, okay. if Judd... That's it's kind of like a sporting event. Yeah, correct. It's your problem that you're not watching. Avoid Twitter. You, yeah, avoid Twitter, avoid the internet, because you know it's going to be Until you watch it, or like yeah. say people are... Today, it's been almost 24 hours since that yep. episode aired. Sorry. Mm-hmm. So people, it's still okay in your book for yeah. people to be talking about 
What happened on Game of Thrones last night yeah. on Twitter and in social media? Yeah, it's if like, you don't like the hear, Super Bowl. Don't listen to Royce on Chain today because we talk about it at the end. Yeah, like the Super Bowl happens, and I get that more more people watch the Super Bowl than Game of Thrones, but mm-hmm. not by you know. I mean, there's tens of millions of people watching both, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's like ten. I don't know how many people are watching Game of Thrones. Ten million, twenty million, whatever. But the Super Bowl happens, and if you're trying to avoid it, <laughs> good like, luck. You can't. So, Impossible. so you can either, it's up to you if you want to go dark on, I would say it's, it's, the rules are flipped. It's on you to watch the thing that's in question within a certain amount of time so you can catch up. Now, movies, they come out and people see them sometimes opening night, sometimes opening weekend. That's a little tougher. I almost feel like if it's a movie, then it's on the person who watched it to avoid just going out and spoiling everything for everybody. That's where the responsibility. There's a difference, too, between an ongoing discussion, right, and and me going to see a film or something and then saying, here's the plot, here's who dies. Like, if I, I think it's a, it's a genuine thing if you're on Twitter and carrying on a discussion as a sporting event is going on yeah. or, or Game of Thrones last night. It's a big difference to go see a movie and then come home and report. Yeah, right, right. Because that's just trying to be a jerk. Because mm-hmm. again, like, like Mackie said, you that's have to go discussion. to the location, yeah. and you have to go watch this thing because it's not easily accessible. Where the sporting event or the TV show, you you should be able to access it or access it wherever you are. Yeah. So all right. So we have set the ground rules for spoilers. Don't I think that's so. fair? Don't you? Don't be that guy. Don't if be you're a jerk. Well, to, to yell it out drama. in a theater is a, oh, is completely him. egregious. So should I not have been upset then with the guy at Blockbuster who spoiled the Cubs Sox game for me? That no, was, yeah. no, you I told him that's being a yeah. jerk. You gave him a warning okay. when, when you told him. Yeah, that's right. that was his sign to not say anything. Yeah. If 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 yeah. he had just come in and said, "Oh man, can you believe the Cubs?" and right. you're like. Dude, <laughs> that's on you. Right. But what I say to him, hey, I'm recording the game. Don't say anything. And his response is, they bleep and blew it in the seven. No, he's just being a bad human. Like, right. The guy that walked, the, the story you told last <laughs> time, the guy who's walking through the hallway of a movie theater right. and a bunch of people are going in to watch Avengers Endgame. And he's the one who decides, oh, I'm just like, for whatever reason, to be funny. Like, it's not even, no one's even laughing. Right. No. Why are you spoiling that? You're a guy who wants to be the center of attention, but yeah. doesn't want to do the work that goes into earning being the center of attention. And could get beat up badly for that. And I yeah. mean, I'm that's not, a bad plenty idea. Of videos on that. And I'm not mad when I watch those videos that those guys yeah. get punched in the face. Yeah. I'm not advocating for it. I'm just saying, I'm not mad when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> You're not condemning it either. No. No. Spoiler rules by Mackie and Judd with uh, Rami and Jonathan. Uh, Vikings drafted some players over the weekend. You can find full coverage at scorenorth.com and the Scorenorth mobile app where you can find all of our podcasts on demand, live Scorenorth and articles by Judd and by Matthew Collar, etc. This was Rick Spielman. He uh, started a guard two years ago and then uh, was a tight end that moved I think his sophomore year and his, his last two years he has played at center. So I know just talking with the coaches, um, you know, we're just trying to get the best football players in here. And then once we get into the OTAs, once we get into training camp, we'll, the, the coaches will figure out what's the best combination. Did what the Vikings did this weekend, and, and uh, Rami gave him a B minus, Judd, you gave him a B, I gave him an A. Did what they accomplished this weekend impact your record prediction from a week or two ago after the schedule came out? And all of us were pretty active. Judd said eight and eight. I want to say, Rami, you were what nine and seven? Nine and seven. Yeah, I was at uh, eleven and five or ten and six somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did uh, this weekend's drafting by the Vikings impact one way or the other how you see their record? 
Not not much, no. I think they're improved. I don't know if I would if there's so much improved that I would I would add a win to my prediction. Now, all of our predictions when we say nine, we really mean anywhere between eight and ten, right? We know that there's there's some margin for error there, so I still think that I mean exactly eleven and five. But I mean, you can twist your prediction as much. <laughs> yeah, as you Phil's like. got them in, in uh, going to Super Bowl. Yeah, when I say eleven, I'm going to Miami. Don't worry about it. When I, I say eleven and five, my range is really thirteen and three to fifteen yeah. and one, and I'm just trying to not look like a homer. I like to hedge my bets, so I'm going to say I thought they were a team that was somewhere between eight and ten wins, depending on which way the ball bounces. Before this draft, and you I, are edging your I still think that there's somewhere between eight and ten wins, depending on which way the ball bounces. I did my predictions largely based on, on the fact that I thought that they would address those spots early on. The O line, I don't think that there was a choice there, so I basically did my predictions uh, based on that. Now the question becomes: How quickly can those one, two, and or three guys step in and contribute a lot? And I got no clue. For their sake, I hope it works. I think I don't I don't think it changed my prediction, but I think it almost solidified it. I I have uh, it, let's call it ten and six slash eleven and five. I have an optimistic view of of what they can do. Some of it is teams that teams that had a down year tend to bounce back in the NFL, and uh, everything kind of cycles around. And I and I think the Vikings fortifying their offense and bringing in if if you look at the young players all vying for offensive line spots, I mean they're. They've they've put themselves in a pretty good spot to find five quality offensive linemen for week one, for the first time in at least a couple of years, anyways, on paper. So to me, it only solidifies my original optimistic prediction that all right, like the problem areas have been addressed, and now it's on Kirk Cousins to like. There's a lot of worse circumstances offensively, weapons wise and offensive line wise, than the Minnesota Vikings. So. I mean, if you ranked the situations that quarterbacks would prefer to be behind, the Vikings aren't a bottom 10 situation on offense. With the coaching that they have, with Thielen and Diggs, with the two tight ends they have now, and with the offensive line that they can put together, I just think uh, it's time to go. It's time to it's time to figure yeah, this thing out. Yeah, I hope for out. their sake. Yeah. yeah, it better be. Yeah. Year two of uh, of uh, Kirk's contract. If it's not now, this isn't gonna, this just didn't work then. Like, there's no third year here I th- to be like, well, now in 2020, it's going to be fantastic, right? They they went out and, and solidified as much as they possibly could, given the restraints of their salary cap, what they could do. And I think now it's either time to go or you say to yourself, they took a gamble and it didn't work out. Yeah, Unfortunately, this, dra- this draft, like we talked about earlier, was definitely aimed at improving now. And not to say that two or three years from now, these guys won't still be part of of your plan and part of your core if they if they pan out, but it might be a a different a different blueprint by then because Kirk Cousins is the foundation of this blueprint. Whether you believe in him or not, this three year window, Kirk Cousins is the foundation of this thing that you're trying to build. So maybe you you're you go in a different direction, and these guys can still be good football players for you when you go in a different direction. But you pushed all your chips to the center of the table to try and win a Super Bowl. In a three-year window where you paid your quarterback twenty-nine million a year, fully guaranteed for each and every one of those years, it's it's win now time, and that's what this draft was about. Yeah, you know, you might say with the Vikings draft, they put a new uh, fresh coat of paint on the offensive line. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, and you said it because it's time for me to talk about my friends at Sort of Pro Painters. I've often talked right about my my frustration with the uh, local sports teams, right? 
Well, let me tell you about a team. No, no, I do. I do. I rip on teams. But let me tell you about a team that won't let you down. Those are the folks at Serta Pro Painters. I'm thrilled by the job. They recently did it at my house, making our guest room and bath look like new. And two words come to mind, professional and thorough. And now it's your turn to contact the folks at Serta Pro Painters and feel the same satisfaction I did. Perhaps it's a room that needs to be painted. Perhaps because it's finally going to get warm here. Folks, summer is coming. The exterior of your house needs to be addressed. It helps that each Serta Pro Painters business independently owned and operated. So it's right here in our community. I urge you to schedule your free estimate online at CertaPro.com or by calling 800-GO-CERTA. That's C-E-R-T-A. Secure your spot now on Serta Pro Painters spring painting schedule. Slots are going to fill up fast. Find out for yourself the type of quality you get from Serta Pro Painters. Again, get your free estimate online, CertaPro.com, or by calling 800-GO-CERTA. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, you know what they say, we do painting and you do life. Thank you, sir. TCL Broadcast Studios. Time to wrap with Royce and Patrick. Until today, I didn't even realize that you were a big Game of Thrones guy. Well, I'm not a huge Game of Thrones guy, but I watch it. Yes, I, uh, bigger than I am. Uh, sometimes, uh, if I'm bored with uh, the plot line, because there's about 23 different ones going through it, I'll fast forward through it if, if I if I found it boring. But now that we're down to the crunch time here, the last couple of you know this final year that's been split into two different years, uh, you, you got you, you can't do that. But is somebody there complaining about? The spoiler on the Game of Thrones? No, people, what we're saying is uh, Avengers spoilers are running rampant, the movie, and we're trying to figure out what are the guidelines for who's responsible for what when it comes to movie spoilers or TV spoilers. And we said, Pat, if you know a TV show or a sporting event is happening in this time window and it gets spoiled for you, that's your fault. But if or you, if it's the Olympics and it was held eight hours earlier, <laughs> and tonight, don't listen to the now canceled ride with Ricey because I'm going to tell you. And the secret is to be talking about something else and then just blurt out who won something so there's no warning for them that you're telling them that. That's uh, yeah, that was that was good. But uh, here's my thing on the Game of Thrones, as I said to Judd earlier today. You got the dead people fighting the living people, right? Mm-hmm. And you got about four more episodes to go. Do you really think there's a chance the dead people are going to win the war? I, I don't think the, the Battle of Winterfell. I don't think so. Then what are you going to do for the next? You're going to have a hard time revolving a love story around the Night King, aren't you? I mean, uh, come on. Uh, let's you know, use your head here for uh, <laughs> you know, the living people are going to live, okay? We we they're going to they're going to be the ones who win the war. You got that figured out? I don't watch Game of Thrones, but you're saying you got your money down on the living people over the dead, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, especially now if it's the last episode. Yeah, maybe they'll let the dead people win and who cares? Then maybe there's some mystical message into it but we got four more weeks to go here so we can't let the dead people i don't know pat not have any show what happened at the end of night of the living dead didn't the dead people win well yeah that's true that was a movie that was the end this point is too much time but this is the end too isn't it yeah (laughs) no they got yeah but they got four weeks to go oh okay they got a lot of time to fill i got you they got they got four they got four more shows to go i think the ratings would really go down if you didn't uh if you didn't have John Snow and uh, Danny to, uh, to keep track up here the last four, so you're years. saying that if the dead people win, it's going to be on a buzzer beating three pointer. It's going to be on the last. It's going to be at the yeah, last second. Yeah, it's going to have to be. Uh, it's going to have to be at the end. Okay, yeah, you can't just throw that out. Or you know, the other possibility is 
<laughs> like the famous saying elsewhere, that this was all just some autism kid's dream and it never really happened. That, uh, Fans didn't <laughs> like that one, Pat. <laughs> oh, that's, I'm still upset about that one. I had devoted, what, eight years of my life to St. Elsewhere, and then it's a kid playing on the floor uh, with a hospital uh, bar board. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that was uh, that, was, that <laughs> one I didn't know. I had heart. I had heart. What are the what are the shows that you have like people? I feel like Game of Thrones in my lifetime is I and I haven't watched it really. I've watched the first two episodes, so I'm I, I'm just diving in. But it's definitely one of the five most popular TV shows in culture in my lifetime. What probably what are the Sopranos shows? Is probably the probably the last one to rate with it is The Sopranos. I would think. Yeah. What are the shows that have, that have hooked you the most, Pat? Oh, I think the greatest TV ever is The Wire. And uh, what what others do I... I, I love Justified. I got into oh, uh, Justified a, a lot for what, six, seven years. And, uh, you know, even though my wife wanted to run away with Tim Oliphant, it was there. So <laughs> she'd always hold me... She'd always hold me up against him, and I think that's a standard that I should not have been uh, expect to uh, to uh, to equal. But uh, and I don't know. I guess I'm trying to think back in the day. I loved uh, Mash like the first three years, and then uh, and then they changed the cast, and I didn't. And then I thought it got really, uh, you, you know, in the first two or three years of Mash, it was for laughs. It was what they did it for the laughs, and then it's became moral messages and stuff like that but it was it was great the first two three years most shows don't you agree even the you know the netflix series and stuff they run it they, they do two they do a couple of years and then they just run out of steam but they're so popular they keep them going and not many of them have have sustained it uh uh, year after year, uh, one one of the TV series that's uh, really done well three times uh, so far is Fargo. I, I think all three, you know, it's a different story each time, each each eight episodes. But I think they've done a they've done a terrific job. I I think that's pretty damn good stuff. Yeah, Fargo, Fargo, TV. Fargo has delivered every season. Were you a Breaking Bad guy? Because that was one that was one show that delivered nah, every episode, I, start I to finish. Yeah, the kid drove me nuts. I couldn't stand it. What's his name? Paul. That's a, that guy. He, he made me nervous. Uh, you know, I I couldn't stand him. So I, Walter I, White's son. I, huh? Walter White's son in the show. Is that who you're talking about? Uh, no, 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 Aaron Paul. Kid, oh, oh, Aaron, Aaron Paul. Paul. Okay, I Aaron got you. Paul. I yeah, got it. I, I couldn't stand him. He drove me nuts. I would. He would have never got out of that trailer with me at the first year if I would have. <laughs> Walter White, I would have just turned around and blew him up. Uh, so yeah, he was crazy. I couldn't, I couldn't take it. All right, but, uh, yeah. Anywho, so the Vikings, the Vikings drafted some players this weekend. Pat. <laughs> yes, they did. Twelve of them. You know what they say? If you have twelve draft choices, you don't have any. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? Something what like a that. Bunch of nonsense. We haven't had this since David Kahn. What was the year that Kahn traded down like seven times until he drafted somebody who was ineligible? Remember, he got some guy that was like thirty. That <laughs> they screwed up his birth date and they couldn't draft him. This was this was so asinine. And then, as Judd and I talked about earlier today, you got to go out and give. 
Browning, the quarterback, $170,000 because you just couldn't pass on a long snapper from Air Force in the last round, right? Who, first of all, the guy's got to figure out how to screw the government out of his four years of free education at the Air Force Academy so he could become a backup long snapper. And, uh, but we got to draft him instead of the quarterback from, uh, you know, from Washington, which is so stupid. This is all about Spielman's ego and trying to act like he's the smartest guy ever. And, uh, it was asinine, in my opinion. But just, you know, trading down, trading down, trading down. Take a good player and let's go. Yeah, at least they got a center, Pat. At least they got an offensive well, yeah. lineman. Yeah, well, yeah, they got it. Maybe the other one, maybe the first one, can play too. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think they did badly, but uh, I, I just thought all the trading down was silly and it was just Spielman trying to draw attention to himself. I was uh, I tweeted this uh, the other night. I was I was hoping that he would make enough trades back to where the Vikings would be the only team picking in the seventh round. <laughs> I know I saw that. I would agree with you. It was just uh, you know it was it was just foolish. But, uh, <laughs> but you know pro football. A lot of them. He got good grades from a lot of people. Pro football focus because I don't think they like Bradbury that well. Uh, put him at uh, at. Uh, a, one of these six below average draft guys, uh, they put him below average, but uh, I think SI or somebody gave him an A minus or something like that. So I don't know. Who knows? Let's see if they can play. Well, Pat, uh, I can tell you the Terry Ryan front offices might have given our guy Williams Astadio at least a couple hours to see if he could shake out the the leg tightness, but not this front office. Ten day injured well, list for La Tortuga. Well, uh, I mean they didn't have any choice because they had a three man bench too. I mean even if he's going to miss one game, you got to put him on the DL, right? Plus, deep in their hearts, they don't want three catchers. They want an outfielder who's you know. I mean, we talk about. I love Williams. And I love his versatility, but do you really want him in right field instead of Jake Cape? If one of those other guys are not playing, I don't think so. So uh, I think that I, I guarantee you that uh, when his when his time's up, that uh, unless somebody else is hurt, he's going to end up going back uh, for uh, at least a rehab assignment, if nothing else. Don't tell Rami that; he'd be uh, very upset. Well, I think a lot of people will be real upset. They're all upset because he didn't play on a lot toward two tonight. <laughs> You know, I was among was, those. Yeah. Well, hey, <laughs> left-handed pitcher. A left-handed pitcher is going to hit ball balls at third base. I think they'd rather have Barwin there than than our guy Willie. But uh, that's that's uh, that was part of it. I'm sure was part of the reason. This is amazing to watch, though. This uh, the, the new approach to to uh, hitting the ball that this team has taken. Everybody lifting. I mean, Max Kepler's swing is so much different than it was. When he came up as a kid, man, we used to talk about that nice, perfect level swing he has. He's lifting it more than anybody. He is, you know, you throw him a ball down, man, he is he is swinging it with the big arc. And uh, it's uh, it's an incredible uh, turnaround. And it certainly works when you're facing the Baltimore Orioles. That's what they end up hitting, 23 against them. 23 home runs against the Baltimore <laughs> Orioles. Come on, it was six games. 23. They, they did twice hit more home runs against Baltimore in their history, but that was when they played them 18 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, the poor those, were the those were the power teams of 62 and 64. Yep. And they, uh, you know, they 
they get it over and say, this is it, it's incredible. It's funny, you know, there's some teams now going to more get the ball and play, but where you are, this team is totally on the hit it over the fence. Yeah, and they still have what? What do they have, 45 or 50, 55 games against Detroit, Chicago, Kansas City? And uh, mm-hmm. some but, other. Uh, they don't get to play any more of those in uh, Camden Yards. Kauffman uh, uh, Stadium and uh, Detroit are a little different than hitting pop ups that are home runs in Camden Yards. So. But that Baltimore team, they're going to lose 120. Then be happy about they're, it. Uh, terrible. They are terrible. Well, they got the number one. You don't have to lose 120 get the number one you can lose 108 you know like <laughs> no they're, perfect, they're perfecting the 120 plan oh man it's it's brutal yes it's fantastic and uh, they change their pitching staff every day pat what's coming up on unchained next oh well we did a little game of thrones discussion and i got i went off on a couple of other tangents that uh were kind of strange i have to admit so just uh, tune in and check them out sounds good all right, see you tomorrow, Pat. Okay. All right. I bet well, once again we bet against the White Rockers winning. So okay. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, Pat. Pat. He was uh, he was uh, very good today on Unchained. A a update on his disdain for these people and what they're doing to his to uh, St. Thomas is very good. He gives when us is a, that officially uh, decided, yay or nay? He said there's probably going to be a vote this coming month in May at some point. What time. happens if St. Thomas gets booted from the conference? Uh, what, what, what happens to St. Thomas? Well, they get a few years to petition to go elsewhere, but they probably have to go to Division Two. So they would, would they essentially play the same teams that would be on their schedule this upcoming year? They just wouldn't be in the conference? No, or they'd be in the, no, I think they'd be in the conference still. I think they would have to have some time before because all their teams would, would be booted out. Yeah. So I, I think what Pat explained was that they might get they might get the heave-ho in May, but then they get some time to find a Division Two place or something okay. like that. So Okay. But it's a complete mess, and Pat's great on that topic. Cool. Uh, all right. Rami's going to go hunting for... People who spoil movies tonight. Everybody so dies, Rami. Movie theater to movie theater. Guess what? Twins lose, Rami. I want facial recognition <laughs> software in all theaters that keep spoilers out. Verlander's good tonight, Rami. You can Damn find Mackie and Judd on demand anywhere you find podcasts. Just search Mackie and Judd with Rami or download the Score North mobile app. Unchained with Roycey is next. Dog ad. Um, I'll talk to you later. Bye.